underway, broadcasting to you from our North Catholic studios in Cranberry Township with our final episode number 19 of the year on our podcast for North Catholic Athletics. My name is Alex Brown. And I'm Ryan Berry. And together we are your hosts for this podcast. And Ryan, today we are in the final weeks of the, of the school year, final games of the seasons for many of these teams. There's only a couple teams and people left. Uh, Volleyball is still in the playoffs. Baseball is still in the playoffs. And two track athletes have qualified for states, one being none other than very own Alex Brown, who qualified uh, in shot put because uh, he got a gold in shot put and in the 200 as he got a gold there as well. And he got a silver in the 100. Did you qualify? So you're running all three in states, correct? So Alex yeah. will you know, be nice when he comes home with some, with some hardware from, from Hershey. I wish we were in Hershey. Is that where it is? is I, it I wish we were. We're like in Shippensburg. Oh. So not Hershey. Yeah, not, not nowhere. It's it's not. Too, I guess you get there probably a couple hours, but it's it's a no chocolate there. No, no chocolate. There. Got it. Just corn. Yeah. Just fields. Just fields. For states, usually at Hershey though, right? For most sports, just about for every other sport, but like it's it's in the middle of nowhere, just about. Right. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, you'll have fun, hopefully. Ho- hopefully, and Yellow Bay Log will be there too. And Yellow Bay Log qualified in the long jump. Um, and that's an incredible accomplishment because at, for us here at North, we don't have a, we obviously don't have a long jump pit here, and she <laughs> and she was ended up being second in 3A in the um, in the long jump, which is absolutely incredible and an incredible accomplishment for her. She was really close to getting first, and um, she's going to be really competitive this week at um, states. But let's talk about boys volleyball run. Boys Volleyball has had a fantastic season up to this point. We did a broadcast of their game against South Fayette. Would that be, uh, what day was that last week? That'd be last Thursday. Last Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Last Thursday we did a broadcast of that game. That was a great game, Ryan. It, it was a fantastic game. And, and that game was a four seed, as in the Trojans were, and a five seed, the Lions were. And yep. that's usually a really, really back and forth. I predicted that one to go five sets. It was over in three. It's North Catholic took out the brooms and, and swept them in that one. And it was just a complete team effort from start to finish, just dominated offensively. South Fayette had, had the size advantage in the in the middle hitters, and they just shut them down, and they served so well that South Fayette wasn't able to set up their offense. And when they did, North Catholic was able to counter it with a quick attack, and they were just too much for the Lions to overcome. And now they got a tough test, though, uh, they do. Playing, playing the Trobe. And they'll be playing La Trobe um, Tuesday the 23rd at Gateway at 7.30. And La Trobe, number one seed. They've been about the number one all year long in the coaches' rankings. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen in that game because North, when they have a good first set, Ryan, when they have a good first set and they get some confidence going, and you can see it when in their play, when they get some confidence going, they're tough to beat. Yeah, and you can see the energy of the team like growing, like as they continue to go on a run, as they continue to win sets, and the more energy they play with, uh, the better they play. And the energy was fantastic in the gym on Thursday for that game. There wasn't too too many people in there, but the the, the students that were there on the bench itself was had so much energy throughout the entire game. Really carried a lot of momentum. Yeah, yeah, they did. That was that was definitely fun to see. It's definitely the loudest volleyball game we've been to. Usually when we're announcing those games. Uh, Without a doubt. And how about we talk, we, we go to our interview that we had with your player of the game. And the person you said going into the game was going to be the guy to watch, Luke Ball. 
We heard North Catholic senior and captain of the North Catholic boys volleyball team, Luke Ball. Luke, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Luke, you guys have won a lot this year, but it seems like some of the wins are just so dominant that it, like, it feels like the whole team is turning on all cylinders. What do you think creates those like knockout performances like you had last night against South Fayette? Uh, I think it mainly stems from uh, playing as a team. Uh, we've had games this year, and you know, it really puts it perspective, but we've had games where we haven't really played as a team, yeah. and we've been on different wavelengths, essentially. Um, and it's really created problems in the passing game and the hitting, and we just haven't been able to let it flow. Um, I've seen in like the first round of the playoffs against Trinity and last night, especially against South Fayette, we were able to like play together in a sense. And like if we missed a ball, we picked each other up in that aspect. And when we killed a ball, our energy was all the same together. And I think that really put it in perspective. As you said, that's been a key to your game all year. Um, some of those games when you guys get a little bit down and you start maybe sniping at each other, get a little bit down, that, that's, when the, that's when it goes south at times. But what is um, – you have a big collection of personalities on your team. You have a big collection of personalities. How have you guys all been able to mesh together to form such a great group and such a successful group at that? Uh, yeah, I think that comes from, like, of course we have the personalities, but we all are, like, friends – on the outside of uh, the sports like I feel like we all get along really well together and although we have those personalities we kind of at points can like know this the team over the person you know um, we can come together as friends as teammates to win the game rather than one person wanting like to kill the ball multiple times and just be the star Luke, about three quarters in the season a couple weeks ago, you guys got into a little bit of funk, it seemed like. You lost a couple of straight. And after winning so much, sometimes it's hard to dig out of that. But you guys have been able to do that, and you've been getting back to domination. How was it, and what was needed in, like, in practices to kind of reset and uh, get, get back on the winning ways? No, yeah, I, I think it, uh, the whole thing, um, you go in that rut and after you're rolling for a while, and it's hard to pick yourself back up. You're that you go from the team aspect of the sport and you go to individual because the team's not working. Um, and I think it was practice, uh, doing the same things that we did all year, but because we were losing, we tried harder and we we wanted to get back in that win column because we knew that we could contest for a top spot in the playoffs. Um, and uh, it all comes to the games, the practices you can practice, but you have to execute in the games and I think it was the game last week or two weeks ago against Hopewell at home it was a must-win game to win the section um, and if we did win that game we would win the section outright um, and we went back to what we used to do and we beat them 3-0 uh, dominated. dominated them uh, and we worked very fluidly together and as a team and I think that really puts back into the swing of it Without a doubt. This is the third year in a row that you guys have advanced to the Whitfield semifinals. What are some common traits between those teams over the last three years that have enabled such sustained success? I think it's leadership. Mm -hmm. um, and not just from the seniors, but from everyone. Um, you look at two years ago, we had a big senior class that picked each other up and were very high on energy. Um, <laughs> but the rest of the team fed off of that energy, and we were able to have fun together as a team. Last year, we had a smaller senior class and a very young core, but the seniors that kind of led the roads for us, and by the end of the season, we were able to have that energy up um, again. Um, 
same as this year. We know we knew what it was, and we were able to go and have the same energy. Absolutely. And um, I think it also comes from experience. Um, being to the semifinals multiple years in a row, we know what it's like in those aspects. I mean, my sophomore year, uh, we went to the finals um, and had a big run in the States. And the atmosphere is incredible. You know, the energy, the nerves, it's all there. So being able to have that experience, you could bring it and help the people that weren't in it um, get the swing with it and, you know, get experience for it. Last we'll end with a fun one. What's it like playing with Nate Ball? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I think it's a uh, really fun experience. Um, I think uh, Alex in the broadcast summed it up. Well, he is the most angry volleyball player. He is. But he has a lot of fun with the anger that he has. Um, and it's exciting to see because he gets a, a serve and he gets an ace. And he gets a lot of them because his serve's nasty. Um, and he has such excitement. And then he gets a ball and it goes down. He gets really angry at himself. He does. But he can pick himself up really quickly. And I think the fun part about playing with Nate is figuring out how to get him back to having fun <laughs> yeah. with volleyball rather than being angry because <laughs> it's just fun. It, it bothers him to no end. Exactly. And you guys have a special, you guys have a special connection, a special family. And um, your leadership this year, you just spoke about leadership earlier, you and Roe. We both, Ryan and I both were able to witness that last night um, tenfold. The, the incredible leadership and effect that you have on this group and what a season and um, and we can't wait to see what's next because we still have a long ways to go. The work's not done yet, right? That's true. And um, we can't wait to see it. And um, thank you for your time today and best of luck this upcoming Tuesday. Thank you. And you just heard from Luke Ball. Thank you. Uh, we thank him for the interview. It was fun when he was talking about Nate Balls because Nate Ball truly is fun to watch in volleyball games. His emotions are like a roller coaster up, they down, really are. up, down the entire game. But uh, we're good luck to them in their playoff game against Gateway. Hopefully, I get Latrobe or Latrobe. Latrobe. They're playing at Gateway. At Gateway. At Gateway. Uh, sorry, technically, right? You are. You are. You're close. Uh, and we wish them the best of luck, and hopefully, they get a home state game. So maybe we can get one more game to broadcast if all things uh, work. Out. Yep, and if they win that game against Latrobe on um, Tuesday, they'd play in the championship game on Thursday, and that'd be at Peters Township, and that would be against the winner of I believe it's going to be Mars and Ambridge, is that game? Uh, that's other semifinal game, so there'll be an interesting matchup too. Whoever makes it there, and if they were to lose that game to Latrobe on Tuesday, they would play the loser of the Mars and Ambridge game. Two teams that they know well, and they've both played this year. Um, even though Mars was not a section opponent, they played Ambridge twice. Both went to five sets, one and one in that. And Ambridge, I mean, Mars swept them on a bad day for North. But hopefully, they'll, if they were to see them again, I'm sure they make sure it's a good day. Yep, <laughs> and uh, now let's move on to baseball. Baseball yes. team, Alex, uh, stumbled in non-conference games throughout the season, but they were they won their section. So they, they ended up getting the uh, sixth seed in the playoffs. Completely dominated Mercy ruled Elizabeth Ford 11-1. to off of an unbelievable offensive performance, Chance Ryan Chance there ended off with a double that scored three, I believe. It was that's right, or two or three. It was bases loaded, uh, and that and that won it or clinched the win. But that was a complete performance. Tommy Caroli had uh, a single, a triple, and a walk. Uh, Perfect batting average. Tommy Shafley, I believe, had two hits as well. Joseph Farr had an RBI double. Uh, I know I'm missing some guys. I think Sean Dewey. Or Drew Doherty had a triple, and one of them also could have been. It looked like it could have been an all the way around or an infield home run. 
but it <laughs> but it was held in third. But yeah, this complete offensive explosion, and they definitely can continue that moving forward. And they've shown it all year. When their pitching is on, they can beat anybody. But yep. especially their their batting is it has been on in basically every game, and that gives them a shot to win every game. Uh, and with their aces pitching, Seamus Drop pitching in the playoff game tonight. So you, the, the the result of that game will be will be up after this podcast is uploaded. But they have complete trust in him, even though he's not their ace. He's 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 a pretty good pitcher with a 3.67 ERA. And Tommy Shafey will be good to go for Tuesday if they advance. So we're wishing them the best of luck. And Alex, anything you want to add? I think that's a great decision to put Sheamus in um, tonight. And we when we asked Tommy, and we're going to hear from Tommy Shafley here in a second from our interview from Friday. So we interviewed him on, on Friday, and I asked him, what, if is he going to start on Monday? And he didn't know at that point whether he was going to start. But I think that's the right decision to start Sheamus tonight. Sheamus has been extremely consistent all year. The guys have a lot of confidence in him when he gets up to the mound. And it's I think that's a great person to pitch tonight and you have Tommy in case you need him tonight and then you could start him again tomorrow because it's bang 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 this week with games if they win tonight they play the winner of Indiana and Blackhawk tomorrow at Seneca Valley again and then they would um, if they won that game then they'd play again on Thursday and you have to have three days rest for these pitchers if you throw above 25 pitches in a game so that's going to be something to look at um, with the pitching this week because North has been dominant, as you said, when they have their two best pitchers out on the mound and Sheamus and Tommy Shafley. But what is going to happen on that Thursday, if they make it, if they make it on that Thursday when they have to resort to someone else? And I think that's going to be really interesting to see. As some guys are going to have to definitely step up this week for the Trojans. As long as as long as long those bats are there, too, it's going to be a good day. And how about the eyes of these guys, too? Oh, yeah. Five and walks in that game? Two, couple two RBI walks? pitches, too. So trying to stay in the way of some of those pitches. Uh, trying to jump away the last second, but also letting them hit them is definitely a strategy. And there, you can see why Blake Primrose is a catcher. Two walks in that game. Two big walks yeah, and, in that game. And, and it was clear that they weren't pitching to him uh, as they did no, they not. don't want to. And I want to hit the home runs. He was getting visibly frustrated as he's walking a couple of those times because he's like, pitch to me. Come on, man. Yeah. He's, he's a tremendous hitter, and he's a tremendous catcher as well. As them and that battery lineup with Tommy Shafley is something, to, uh, something to behold. And for more on that, let's hear from Tommy Shafley. We are here with North Catholic baseball player Tommy Shafley. Tommy, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Tommy, first of all, as the ace this year, you've had a fantastic season. Fantastic season. A point seven oh six. Um, ERA throughout the regular season, absolutely remarkable. Um, and, but you've been thrust into a much bigger role this season without um, some of the seniors that graduated and some of the transfers that left last year. Um, but you've not only filled their shoes, obviously, but you've exceeded them. Um, how great does it feel to have such a taken such a huge leap this junior year? And what went into that over the off season to get to this point? Well, yeah, it obviously does feel great because I did put in a lot of work this offseason trying to make a bigger impact because last season I, I I didn't pitch terribly, but I would have obviously liked to pitch better, and it was just great to come out this year and see how much I've improved over the offseason. You know, I was getting in the gym, trying to get stronger, working on building my arm, just trying to do you know everything I could to get stronger and get better for this upcoming season. Tommy, not only have you been great on the mound, but you've been great at the plate as well, and that's sometimes for pitchers a little bit uncommon. Uh, how do you balance like what to, like especially practicing like a lot of people on your team don't have to practice pitching because but you have to practice pitching a lot because you're you're the ace. Uh, how do you balance which ones to practice and which ones to, I guess you need to improve upon more? Right, for sure. Uh, well, a lot of it is practice outside of team practicing. A lot of work on my own, 
because I like to focus on hitting when I have, um, you know, other other people to throw to me at practice and stuff like that. But outside of practice, I'm doing, like, it doesn't always have to be, you know, like throwing a bullpen. I just do, like, you know, drills where I'm just feeling myself, feeling my leg kick, feeling my stride, just getting everything comfortable with my pitching motion. And during practice also, you know, I get get with Blake and throw bullpens or just doesn't even have to be a bullpen, just throw. And it is hard sometimes, like, during the game when I'm, you know, completely focused on getting out on the mound, but I also got to step up to the plate and do my job there. Your team has, over the last couple of years has not had a lot of things that were consistent within it, whether it be through coaching or the players that are on it. But the one consistency really has been um, you and Blake as well over the last couple of years with your chemistry that you have in the battery that's just so effective. How How is the chemistry between you and Blake so um, just so crisp throughout the years you've been working together? And how is it to play with a friend like that? It's great to play with Blake. He he's one of my he might be my favorite catcher ever to pitch to because yeah. he calls the game great. He blocks the ball great. Great arm. He holds runners on base. It's just a lot of practice together. In practice, we got used to each other. We know each other's strengths. We know each other's weaknesses, and we know how to play well together. So it's a privilege to have him as my catcher. So you guys just had a first round playoff win. Is your first playoff game on the mound? How how did it feel being out there for the playoffs? I was I was pumped the the, the week feel leading up to definitely it. Definitely different, you feel like. Yes, definitely different. I, I I could tell. You know, I I was definitely more excited for that game. I was ready for the start of the playoffs, everything like that. You know, there were a little bit of nerves because that was my first playoff game I've ever started on the mound. But overall, I was just ready and I was pumped that we got that first win. Are you gonna pitch Monday? I'm not sure. Coach has coach has not reached out to us yet about what the pitching will look like for this upcoming week, but. Whether it's me or Seamus, I'm confident we can get the win and move on to the semifinals. Regardless of this game and who's pitching um, against Hopewell and beyond, what does the team need to do better in order to keep on advancing in the playoffs? We just came off a game of scoring 11 runs. We need to continue to hit and continue to put put pressure on the on the defense and just manufacture runs any way we can. Our defense, we only gave up one run. We need to play solid defense, and we need to continue to play together and have selfless at-bats and just play as a team. All right, thanks, Tommy. That's all we have for you. Good luck the rest of the playoffs. Thank you, guys. And we thank Tommy Shea for coming on. It's the second time we've had him on the podcast. Uh, first time this year, but second time overall. We had him on last year as well. Uh, two baseball players, two Tommies on the podcast, Tommy Crowley and Tommy Shapley, both juniors who will be the leaders of that team next year. And, and basically are like the leaders of the team this year with only three seniors. So we wish them the best of luck in their playoff game today and any games in the future. We thank you for listening to the podcast this year. Alex is the final, final one, number 19 number of the year. Number 19. Uh, more productive than last year. We had 16 last year, but hoping for bigger, uh, bigger, bigger, bigger next year and everything that we do. Uh, hopefully we can accomplish most of their goals for next year. Those will be outlined. Senior year next soon. year. Yeah, senior year, one year to go, but... Stay tuned for more because it's going to be a different look for us next year. We're going to be doing. We'll be doing more things. We'll be trying different things with our with our broadcast down to our podcast and our into our outreach. We'll have different people contributing to our, all of our different feeds and our social medias. Um, so making us more visible and more um, more productive in more places, putting us more places than everywhere before. We thank you all for listening. Remember, for the last time, we are your one-stop podcast for everything North Catholic athletics. <laughs>